all you freaks, geeks, and cinemaniacs. From the heart of Hollyweird, California, at the epicenter of all things eerie and awesome, it's time for Charles Band's Full Moon Freak Show. Hey, Freak Show family. This week, I'm super excited to welcome a dynamic duo that's been setting the AEW wrestling world on fire for years. And they're even a couple in real life. Toronto-born grappler Laura Dennis is better known as the Bunny, and her partner in and out of the ring is the Blade. One half of the tag team, the Butcher and the Blade. Best of all, they're both horror movie lovers and hardcore Full Moon fans. So let me introduce you to the Bunny and the Blade. Yes. Hey, and I never thought I would say those words together. <laughs> yeah. There's such a dichotomy of the bunny and the blade. Yeah. But why don't you introduce your, yourself as your real name and you too, so sure. people know who you are. Yeah. So, um, okay, I have many names, obviously the bunny being one of them. <laughs> right. I'm also known as Allie. Okay. It's another name that I have. But oh, my, that's not your real name. My real name is oh. Laura. <laughs> I have no idea. So I have many names, but I typically go by Allie. And you, Blade? Yes. Yeah, so I wrestle currently as the blade. Uh, my real name is Jesse. Okay. But I also wrestled independently as Pepper Parks for about 20 years. So, like, a lot of people call me Pepper. I also right. worked for another company for a little bit where they changed my name to Braxton Sutter. So there's wow. that there. Got a lot of names. Well, we, then I, I'm going to have to admit to a few of my own names. Please. <laughs> which I, no one knows. Okay, so... I made a movie some years ago called Head of the Family, which was one of my more favorite weird movies. Yeah. And I don't know why I decided to do this, probably because I was directing a lot of films. I decided, let me work under a different name. And that name is Robert Talbot, because Talbot's oh. a famous last name for in film lore. So Henry, anyway, so I'm Robert Talbot is the director of Head of the Family. <laughs> but to totally embarrass myself, my first movie, uh, which I buried for many years, was called The Last Foxtrot in Burbank. Uh -huh. It's not even on my chart, but now it's kind of in the fold. <laughs> and I took the name Carlo Bocchino. And if you speak okay. Italian, Carlo Bocchino means Charlie Blowjob. Oh, that's a choice. It, it, I, this All is right. this. It is, then, I don't know why I would admit this to people watching, but, you know. We all have other names. This is right? the best start of all time. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to start. Charlie Bocchino. Why exactly did you want to use a fake name just because? Well, I knew at the time I was making a really ridiculous movie. I mean, uh, I wanted to make a horror movie. I'm not going to tell the Foxtrot story again, but yeah. I wanted to make a horror movie, and a friend convinced me to make a satire of The Last Tango in Paris, which was a movie starring Marlon Brando back in the day. Gotcha. But I knew it was a burlesque, weird movie. With It was just so out there. I thought, I better not use my yeah, name. So, I, so that okay. that was a brief credit. And then uh, who remembers? Anyway. Right, right. So back to where we are. So you guys are wrestling. Yes. Wrestlers, I guess. Yep. And it's the AEW, yes. which yep. stands all, for? All, all Elite, elite wrestling. wrestling. All Elite? Yes. yes. Wrestling. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. It's a... It's a Technically newer company. Yeah, this is your year four now there for you. us. Um, wow. Yep, and we're on um, TBS and TNT twice a week. And I, I know there's a huge following. I heard that you you wrestled. Is that how we talk about yeah, this? Yeah, you yeah. wrestled yeah. yesterday at the what what venue here in LA? The Forum. The Forum. Yeah. And there was like fifteen thousand people. Yeah. Was, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. There yeah. was last night's show. This is AEW's first. One of the first trips out to the West Coast. Yeah. Um, well, LA at least. LA, yeah. The, yeah. the pandemic. Basically, that, the, that crowd had been waiting for that show for about two years. Like, wow. It got pushed back because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it was, I mean, last night was kind of like extra special. It was, yeah. it was But that's amazing. Really loud. 
Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. And and how many wrestlers altogether wrestled yesterday? Last uh, night? Oh man, there was there was quite a few matches last night. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean yeah. 10, 8, 12, 300, just because uh, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe like t- maybe 10, 10 20. Oh, that's maybe great. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And you get dressed up in some kind of <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my yeah. god. You got I mean, yeah. The, I mean I certainly the bunny, I look a lot different for sure. Okay. So yeah. starting with you, um, Allie, I'm going to call you Allie, then yes, Bunny, that the bunny. Works. Yeah. Um, why the bunny? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, before I was in All Elite Wrestling, I was in another company called Impact Wrestling. Okay. A little bit of a smaller company, but that was kind of the first time I was ever on television. It was my first TV contract. And um, <laughs> they called me Allie. They gave me the name Allie. Oh, okay. And I didn't really have much of a character at first, like kind of. Um, but I loved the idea of being sort of like an innocent kind of creature that was also deadly. And I thought the bunny was a good, uh, it was just kind of like a neat dichotomy a little bit, you know? That's cool. Um, and, uh, and the bunny just stuck with me. And then when I went into all elite wrestling, again, I was sort of not sure what direction to go in with my character because we're given a lot of creative freedom. And when um, the blade was then signed, (laughs) and actually our best friend is the butcher, and we're in an act together called the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. Oh my God! Yes, it's a whole thing. thing. Um, I decided to keep the bunny and then create a whole backstory for her and kind of give her uh, a darker sort of character and a little more psychotic, a little more, you know, she's, I think people would call her crazy. I don't think she's crazy, but she has reasons. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of where, where the So I'm going to have to ask you the same question. Okay. Then I want to get back into the backstory sure. <laughs> just for a moment. But so you, you're the blade. Yes. Which seems, sounds a bit like the blade from Puppet Master. Exactly. I'm not sure. If, was that the inspiration possibly or? Well, so not to get too confusing. No, get confusing. Yes. Okay. So I, I'm in a tag team. It's me okay. and another guy. Okay. Um, my the butcher. Best, my the best butcher. friend Andy. Yes. Oh, okay. Originally, this was all the gimmick was his creation. Right. Uh, the butcher, the butcher and the blade. Mm-hmm. Then AEW, she got she got signed first, and then when AEW brought me and Andy in, they had the idea of hey the you know the butcher the blade and the bunny, so they put us all together. Uh, the like the you know, the original idea behind the butcher and the blade was. We we always say like uh like like kind of like a mercenary kind of thing, but like we like we want to be like eighties nineties like bad guys from movies. Okay. Like guns you know for hire. Okay, yeah, I get not that. like okay. not the main bad guy, but like you know he usually has like a sidekick. <laughs> the, or, the, the henchman. Or the like, henchman that yeah. usually gets killed by the third act, but nonetheless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we always say like we're we're meant to lose. We're meant <laughs> to get killed. Like that's All right. Like uh, I always like uh, Danny Trejo and Desperado. Like they got can't it. kill the good guy, so they got to bring somebody in. Like right. we got to call in the butcher and the blade and do that. Oh, that's that so cool. Yeah. And then, so the coincidence then it seems is I, I know Ali's a horror film fan, and yes. we met really through Hugo, who the works Hugo, for us, yes. who connected with you and said, "Hey, there's this wrestling chick who's like a fan of the movies," and then I saw pictures of you with Blade or. It's like, oh my God, that's so cool. We have to get her involved in something like this. Yeah. But was, but you guys have been together for how many years? Uh, ten, about ten years. He yeah. says eight. You say ten. Let's yeah. say nine. But but was Blade inspired? It just sounds like Blade just came along with the the butcher and the blade, and then, but now you can also think of it as you know Blade the character from yeah, Puppet Master. Yeah, like um, I guess yeah, stuff started happening where because uh, me and Andy do tag team matches, but then. 
uh, we all, we've also gotten hurt a lot. So, like, he's gotten hurt, and then I've had to, like, wrestle on my own, or I've gotten hurt. He's done stuff on his wow. own. Wow. So, yeah, I did, like, and I, I'm actually trying to work on a short story right now I'm writing, like, for as far as, like, backstory for the character Blade. Because I, I, like, Andy's much different. He's he's bigger, more burly, tattooed. Mm-hmm. Like, the, uh, the Blade, I like to think of it more as, like, Kind of like a slick assassin kind of thing, okay. but still like some like but still like some like ruggedness. You know what I mean? Obviously like balding, a little stubble and stuff. Okay, like, you know? that's uh, cool. Yeah. I, I do have to say when I got my blade um, replica because I am collecting the replicas. Okay, <laughs> awesome. First, I collected the statues. Okay. Once I completed that, then I started with the replicas. When I got the blade, came in the mail when we were on the road. I came home and ripped the box open, and he was on the porch, and I came running. I was like, oh, my God, look, it's the blade. I was so excited. Well, there's a difference. You're the blade. Yes. That character is blade. blade. Okay, exactly. just, just so we yes. don't get it mixed up. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy in a way that I know so little about yeah. your profession um, because I can ask kind of lame questions that I think a lot of people hopefully would be interested in knowing. So, for instance... So you guys are now husband and wife, and you travel and you do this wrestling stuff. Now, yes. your average husband and wife who work together go to an office or they, whatever they do, sure. they, they do something that's more benign. But you guys arrive somewhere, and then you're like wrestling other humans, right? Yeah. So yeah. at the end, you get back to a hotel, and then do you like doctor each other's wounds? Like, oh, my ass really hurts, and my elbow got fucked up. A or, little bit. Kind of, right? yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm just thinking, yeah. right? De- absolutely. Yeah, I mean... We get back to the room. We have our little powwow. We talk about our matches. And, <laughs> That's amazing. And, you know, we, I think because we've both been doing it for so long, we can critique each other gently, you know, wow. and help each other with our, our work. Yeah, definitely. I, I well, mean, that's well, that is fascinating. Now, but which makes sense because if you're in the same profession, whatever it is, you can give each other feedback. Yeah, absolutely. But give me one example, just so I understand the the critique. I mean, why don't you critique him and then he'll critique you? Okay. So give just but but be be fair. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, be, fair. Be, be kind. Uh, well, typically, I mm-hmm. would say. Uh, I thought what you did in the match tonight was really good. Mm-hmm. I loved X, Y, and Z. Right. I loved your pump kick. It was great. <laughs> Wait, the pump kick? The pump yeah. kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved your pump kick in the, the corner. The pump kick. Oh, I love right? it. I love this. This is the best thing ever. Right? Okay, I loved I loved your punches. Your punches looked great. Uh, however, I feel like maybe the timing on that one kind of, we call them spots in wrestling, okay. that mm-hmm. the timing in that one spot was a little, could have been a little quicker, and the camera could have caught it a little better. So wow. that would, that's typically how I would, you know, we like. So to would you respond sandwich. like, "Bitch"? No, no, no. no, no. I'm just saying. And, I'm just saying. Generally speaking, it's a it's a uh, a creative sort of uh, constructive Con- yes. comment. Constructive. Absolutely. Okay. And you guys keep it that way. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yes. It doesn't bug you. Like, what are you talking? Fuck! I did Con- such a great constructive show. Constructive criticism in pro wrestling kind of like comes hand in hand. Okay. Yes. So Fair enough. It, so like you know, but we get just. I, you know, I call it a compliment sandwich. There's always like, you know, this was great. <laughs> yes. Maybe you could work on this a little bit. But overall, yeah. it was, it was well, really you need good. to get in there nicely and then say, yeah. here's well, that. We're, we're wrestlers are very sensitive, uh, like fully, because, you know, for us, wrestling is our version of art. Right. right? That's sure, our creative sure. expression. Mm-hmm. So, and people can be very critical, as I'm sure you know, yeah. of your art. And, right. it, and you have, and so I think because we know that about each other, it's really important that. One, I respect his opinion because right. he's so good. Right, right. He tells me something and he says, if you would have held this longer, the floor cam would have caught it better. Got it. I know that's coming from a place of support. That's great. Yeah. Which doesn't, you know, you don't always get that from people. 
That is that's basically like verklempt. I get like emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you got to flip it around. So give me an example of something you would tell the bunny. Um, yeah, please. <laughs> I, hope, I hope this answers it well enough. But like we just had this one the other day. Like uh, so, uh, like we won our match the other day. One, two, three. We won. Yay! Big moment. Yeah, we we need to tighten stuff up. Like after we won, you know. Andy went this way, and he's a maniac. He went over and, like, bit the ropes, and he's looking crazy. Then I went over to the left, and I'm talking to them. I'm screaming at the floor cam, and I'm spitting. And, and I'm like, skipping like, around everybody. Yeah, This is sort of during the celebration. Yes. Of, yeah. But the, yes. the problem is the cameras then can't. We're all doing these separate you things. Can't catch it all. Yeah, so I we got to, you know, we, we got to tighten up, like, hey, okay, after we. So you yeah. all have to go bite the rope together. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> whatever gonna, yeah, whatever. Is, right? the, yeah. We all got to bite the rope. We're going to yeah. roll the floor. That cam. is we so cool. Go the floor cam. Yeah, so this is so like amazing. That. It's so I, cool. Uh, this, you were saying before about like healing each other's wounds and stuff. Right. Just about a month ago, I got, um, I had like six staples in my head. Oh God. Um, okay. So I got hurt during the match. Um, I got to the back. I didn't, oh, I just knew I was everywhere. bleeding, but I, so I knew I was split open. Right. Um, kind of funny. It was me, Andy, and one of the doctors. Is Andy the butcher? The yes. Butcher, yeah. You see, I'm catching on. <laughs> so uh, we're walking to the back, and I didn't, I didn't know. And I, you know, me, Andy, and the doctor are walking, and I say to the doctor, I'm like, I'm like, hey, he's like, you know, is it bad? Do you think I'm going to need stitches? And I could tell the doctor was trying to give me like the professional answer, like. Oh yeah, well, and Andy, just, and Andy just goes, "Oh boy," and then he just walked off in another direction. Wow! And then she sat with me while the doctors were working on me. Right, and our doctors at work are amazing. Yeah, and he incredible. actually like, I mean, it, it was obviously I had six six stitches. Well, it was pretty old. They did a great job. I mean, I can't see. So the doctors yeah. started like making it talk to Laura, like, "Hey, Laura." Oh jeez. I have a very weak stomach. Okay. Okay. I love horror. I love blood. Okay, when it's not real. Right. Of course. He started getting staples on his head. But an open wound talking at you. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, I went, it, it, nope. wasn't as funny. No. I went, look at I tried to hold your hand and help you through this, but I'm out. You're on oh, your own. Wow. <laughs> I abandoned ship completely. So these doctors are doctor there on on oh, yeah. site, yeah. obviously, Absolutely. for anybody yeah. who's hurt. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and they're incredible. We have a great medical yeah, team. Really good. That's amazing. Really good. What, yeah. a, what a crazy life. So I'm going to, um, in a long-winded way, give you a gift. Okay. Okay. Long-winded okay. because I got to set this up for people who don't know. So, we are going to be shooting in July, August, probably July, a movie called Doctor Death, and Doctor Death is from that character is from Retro Puppet yes. Master. Of course, yeah. And Retro Puppet Master, for people who don't know, um, we created this alter. I created back in the day this alternative universe of puppets that kind of resemble the traditional puppets from Puppet Master, and we made a whole movie in Romania, Dave Dakota directed, and there's a whole long story attached to Retro Puppet Master. But my favorite character, and the fans' favorite character, was Dr. Death. So um, we were gonna shoot this two years ago, uh, and we had a lot of great plans, including making the next subspecies, which we're now finally doing this August with Ted Nicolau, but pandemic hit, and yeah, we all of kind of slowed yeah. down. We didn't slow down totally. We made weird movies like Corona Zombies. We, you know, we, <laughs> we had our moments. But now we're making the movie. The amazing Billy Butler is, is producing. Uh, Dave Parker, who's worked for me in the past, is directing. And I already mentioned to you we're going to give you a part because oh. you're a Puppet Master oh. fan. <laughs> we're not sure what it is, who you are. We'll have to be clever. And sure. we'll figure that out. Well, we'll figure that with you. But I thought you would enjoy. If you're wondering what these feet are, stick <gasps> so about this that. is uh, one of the prototypes for Doctor Death. Oh now, for those of you who are listening to this, I'm giving <laughs> the bunny a really cool Doctor Death 
uh, for her collection. This is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, you have, he's you have so no cute. idea how excited she gets for these. Oh, <laughs> like, no, I, like, I'm, I'm very nice much I'm trying yeah. to keep my cool right Oh, now. be cool. It doesn't matter. And, you know, it's funny because other people who are not into this world, are, are, if you look at this, you're going, gosh, she's so excited about a death puppet. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like, like this is like, you know, this is it's like, yeah. look, you're holding my it like a child. Yeah, it oh, nurses no. too in case you're in the mood, but that's oh, about that's about that. that, that. <laughs> oh, he's so perfect. Thank he's you cool. So yeah, yeah. Much. Oh, you're I welcome. You're very welcome. Happy, happy to <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> happy to do it. But that's the movie you're going to be in, I'm so it all ties like, together. It's right? overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. Okay, to you. I'm good. A ah, so this really, is amazing. Really cool. This cool. is so. I'm such a fan. Thank you, Trump. I do have a a little sidebar which is amusing. So back. In the 80s, when I had a company called Empire, before Full Moon, I made movies like Ghoulies and Troll yep. and Reanimator mm-hmm. and From Beyond and this, that, and the other. There was a movie I, I was developing with Stuart Gordon, who was a close friend who sadly passed away a few years ago. Stuart did Reanimator and From Beyond and Castle Freak and Robot Jocks. And it was called The Evil Wrestling Federation. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's a great script. It's way beyond our means. So we have to kind of get more subscribers, you yeah. know, one yeah. day to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but it, the, the title says it all. And there's nothing better than a title that says it all. Yeah. But the piece of art, which I'm going to have to find, it was a pre-sale piece of art. Is this big, muscular wrestler guy, and he's holding in his hands a severed arm. Yeah. You know, okay. like he just pulled the arm yeah. out of someone's he socket. Yeah. So Evil Wrestle, Wrestling Federation, and one day we'll make it, you Love know, because it. it's – why not? Yeah. You, know? you said the yeah. name, like my brain automatically just went to a, a million different places. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so yeah. Cool. it's wild. Exactly. So tell us where you're going next, because so, this will be out in a few weeks. So you're you're on the road, right? You're not going to go home and sleep for a month, right? No, every every week we're we're on the wow. road every single week. It's yes. a d- d- different city every week. Yes. So. so we're, I mean, oh gosh, we're going to Kansas City. We're going to Detroit. We're going to be in Rochester. Yeah. And this is the, the whole troupe. It's, in other yes. words, it's a yeah. repeat of what was at the forum yesterday. Yeah, it's yeah. the whole roster. The whole Absolutely. roster. And if people are super into it and they went to these shows, are the shows, they differ every time a little yeah. bit? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's, there's, there's yeah. storylines that carry that, on that evolve. Week. Yep, exactly. Yeah. They and, evolve. S- and so we just had our big pay-per-view. Um, and so Double or Nothing is the biggest pay-per-view we have of the year. And uh-huh. then, so it's kind of like the season finale. And wow. so after now we've started. After a lot of the storylines get wrapped up and stuff. Yeah. And they, they, you know, they, or they keep going or they start fresh after that. Wow. Yeah. You're going to have to send me a link so I can see some of this. Because I'm in my, I mean, I, I admit this before, I'm, I'm not on social media. There's people here who help me with that. Sure. I do tweet. I'm a little Twitter yeah, yeah. guy once in a while. But I'm so in this bubble that if I start paying attention to the thing and the, the Facebook and the Instagram, it's, it's just, I can't do it. I mean, we're, yeah. we're now attempting to make two movies a month. Yeah. So that's like a Wild. ludicrous speed production schedule. So I, I like that you said that and that you admit that stuff because I have a lot of the same issues. Like there's, yeah. you got to really figure out how to balance. Like, Well, it's your life. You know, we all yeah. need balance. You know, you yeah. got to do that. Otherwise, you become a crazy that's person. Smart, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I, I, but I think those like little tricks, are, they go a long way. They're good. Yeah, there's a point where you got to say, okay, I'm going to be with my family. I'm going to, yeah. you just cannot you do try, this. Yeah. Stuff Not easy. No, to turn it easy. off either. I, I want to go back for a second to what you Please. said. When we when uh, we just got the full moon streaming service, okay, semi recently, yeah. okay. And I like how you keep saying like you keep saying like this world, and because that's I remember when we opened it up and started going through it. That's exactly I kept. I was like, this is just a whole world of adventure. That I didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. yeah. I, I was I was born in 1980, so I, I saw a lot of the earlier stuff like demonic toys, right, right, puppet master and all that stuff, and just. I mean, the amount of stuff on there, it was just like, wow, this yeah, is incredible. I mean, Thank we you. Just, yeah. We just dug into, like, subspecies. Those yeah. Are so yeah. Cool. And, like, yeah, it's really cool. I saw a tourist trap it's, recently. Wow. It's, it's a crazy world. And, unreal. you know, it, 
I'm so f uh, forward thinking because people yeah. ask, I mean, is your, is your brain like disease? Because how did you invent all this shit? Yeah, where did it all come from? But it, but it's just you, you move on, you know. And yeah. I'm, I'm, but I was forced to sort of remember and, and and go back and tell stories about my trajectory, and that's why. I've, Luckily, Harper Collins said, "Hey, you got a great story. Can we? You want to do a biography?" And he, they coupled me with an amazing writer named Adam Felber, who was the head writer on the Bill Maher show for eleven years. So during COVID, we sat on Saturday on the phone, of course, COVID, mm -hmm. right? Uh, for about four months, and I just tried to remember these stories. And in remembering them, that they're in the book. It's called Confessions of a Puppet Master, and I'm proud of the work, but. It's stuff that I've never thought about my entire life other than in the moment. Yeah. I just don't sit and go, oh, let me try to remember when I made, whatever, Laser Blast in 1977. Yeah. I right. mean, you were negative three. You weren't even jizz back then. Yeah. You were just like <laughs> yeah. like a super, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. you just, yeah. you think about all this stuff and, and but no, I prefer to be in, in but the moment. It sounds like you don't overthink. So you just Well, I, yeah, otherwise you go crazy. You Plus, I have a memory of convenience. I pretty much erase all the bad stuff. Sure. And I've had bad stuff, too. I've had really bad periods, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's, so I mean, like I, I have terrible anxiety issues. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a bad overthinker, and I'm trying to work on all this stuff. Right. So that's why it's like it, it helps me a lot. Like people like you. You like have a secret weapon. What's that? You have a secret weapon. What's that? The bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell, trust me. Seriously, I, tell I can tell her vibe. She's got very good and serene and grounded, and you that you need that. That's I mean, like you're saying with the wrestling stuff. Like we bought like as far as mental health, like we bounce stuff off each other daily. Yeah. Like we have to. That's great. You know, it's yeah, it's important. Thank you for being part of this. Oh, uh, it was so sweet. And no, us. no, no, this is great. I will see you next in Cleveland at some date to oh, uh, yeah. we're, we're wiggle through your schedule. Yeah. You got to make a, an appearance. And, 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 the, and now that you got the freaking <laughs> replica, you, <laughs> you got you to come and be a little part of. Uh, People should definitely watch this because the smile on my face. Like, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to like hold it. Dude, in. Thank you very much. You're thank you. Thank Charlie. you. Thank, thank you. you. She has a warm hand. Your hand is cold. Very interesting. <laughs> good, good couple. Anyway, thanks very much, guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Really thanks. This is Charles Band's Full Moon Freak Show podcast. And if you're liking this, remember to follow us, tag us on the socials, and maybe even drop a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Our next guest is many things. She's a model, an actress, a numerologist, a seeker, and a bit of a self-described mystic. She's also making her Full Moon Features debut, appearing in director Jim Wynorski's upcoming Giantess Smackdown, Revenge of the 50-Foot Camera. Oh, she's also insanely hot. So let me introduce you to the very, very beautiful, <laughs> very beautiful, Lauren Ann. Well, come on, you know. I mean, I appreciate you know, we're, that. we're these Thank spirits, you. and we you know we get the body we get, and we're these little spirits floating mm -hmm. around, and your spirit somehow landed in a really pretty girl body. I definitely chose everything. <laughs> you you chose too. Well. I chose everything, and so did you. I feel like everybody chooses wow. before you come down. Well, we can talk about this because yeah. I'm really into it. I really believe it. I'm not sure if we we choose this. I, I'd like to hope we did. Yeah. I don't have a memory of that, but. I feel we got lucky, you know, yeah. if you kind of land in the right body and the right spirit. I have a lot of info I can give you. About yes, all of good, this. good, good. We'll get into it. So yeah. before before that, because I don't want to get yeah. too weird in the first five <laughs> know, minutes right? here. Literally 30 seconds so in. So you're, you're here for a number of reasons. One yeah. is you're in a movie we are currently shooting. Yes. The tentative title is Revenge of the 50-Foot Cam Girl. It will change because we made Attack of the 50-Foot Cam Girl. People really like it. It's about a giantess girl <laughs> who 
kind of gets big and then makes a mess of things and then battles another girl. And anyway, it's a fun. Destroys the city. What a, yeah, well, we can't afford the city, you know, a couple <laughs> of power poles and a shack. Yeah. But it turned out really, really well. And now we're kind of copying the Godzilla thing where yeah. she battles someone, and that character's name is Anaconda. Mm-hmm. And, and they're fighting. While that's going on, there's a space chick who's vanquished everyone on her planet. Okay. She has no one else to fight. She wants to come destroy Earth. I mean, this is how silly this movie is, but right. fun silly. People watch so, it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Well, because it's, it's fun. It's we, fun. We don't make nothing heavy. Yeah. So she comes to Earth to beat the crap out of Cam Girl, mm-hmm. right, and, of course, destroy Earth. So Cam Girl teams up with Anaconda, who she mm-hmm. was formerly fighting, and then they fight the girl from outer space. So it's that <laughs> kind of movie. But you're in it. You play a reporter. Yes, I do. Gigi Randall. <laughs> I forgot the name. <laughs> yep. So because you shot that yesterday, right? I did. So tell us about Gigi Randall. Well, she actually she's quite simple. You know, she's she's <laughs> strong, but she's simple. Um, she lays out the the whole scenario and, okay. and I guess introduces Anna and Beverly. Okay. Um, it was a really, it was a fun, simple role. I liked Good. it a lot. Yeah. And it was against green screen, right? Yes, it the was. The whole thing. The whole thing. So have you done that kind of acting before, or is this kind of your first gig, kind of? Well, so I am very commercial, TV film right. commercial. Um, I've been in the industry since I was 12, but whenever I moved here first when I was 18, I landed a role on iCarly. That was Wait, like, you moved here to Los Angeles? Yes, I did, yeah. Well, Like okay, when I first I graduated that. high school, okay. I moved, <laughs> yeah. And I was here for a little over a year, and I got some good roles, mainly commercial. I'm right. all-American commercial, you know, so that's right. what I booked. Um, and, yeah, print, a lot of print ads okay. and whatnot. I didn't know that, but yeah. you moved originally from where? North Carolina. Which is where you are now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for wow. a short period of time. And then I hate to say that I'm in North Carolina again because I'm not. I'm in Florida, but I'm just in What between. does it matter? I mean, we're <laughs> moving around. I grew up yeah. in Rome, Italy. I mean, we're, we're did all... Did you? I did. I did. Wow. I speak a better Italian than English. So if you no speak way. Italian, possiamo fare tutto questo discorso in italiano. Well, no, whatever. So I can That's go on amazing. and on. That's amazing. Wow, I just I got that. I got lucky. My dad made movies there. Wow. And I grew up on a movie set. Wow. So that was cool. But growing up and learning another language was yeah. fantastic, especially... Yeah. Italy. I've got lucky. It was such a such a great country yeah. and so such a cool experience. But so I want to get cool. off on that. We're going to go back to the pretty American looking <laughs> chick because you have that vibe. You know, you are the all American yeah. girl. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you probably go out for, right? Yeah, it's it's what I always get. You know, it's <laughs> the, right. the only roles that are always submitted for. It's, right. it's what it is. Which is you know? cool. Which is great. Yeah. Which is great. And, and uh, North Carolina, briefly or whenever, from because you were born there, is that yeah, born okay? In so, North all right, Carolina. so that's home. Very small town, Kernersville, North Carolina. Yeah, Kerners on a farm. I grew up on a farm. Oh please! I no. swear to God, is... I know how to wrangle pigs. I know how to clip their feet. I know how I llamas, camels, li- or not camels, llamas, alpacas, <laughs> horses, chickens, goats. Are you seriously dead ass? Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to be rude because. There's one thing I really do like to do that has to do with pigs, but that's like really mean to talk about, you know, eating them. But, but wrangle, okay, I get that, but clipping their nails, yeah, you have to clip their feet because they grow and it get they, you know, you gotta clip the toes. It's same with dogs or cats or anything. You have to clip their feet. But whenever you, but how do you do that on this big pig? So it's just like jump on the pig. Pretty much, you have to 
grab it. We usually like throw a blanket on him and wrap him up and you have to put him on his back. And he's like, you know how pigs squeal, Yeah, right? yeah. Oh my God, it sounds like you're literally killing them. <laughs> they squeal and squeal and screech, but you just, as they're doing it, you just have to clip it. It takes like three people, so. Oh, I was just Yeah, not by myself. Otherwise no. you'd be like just no. bouncing around on yeah. that pig. I mean, it'd probably make a really interesting video. Oh <laughs> I yeah. I can only imagine. Absolutely. I've thought about that so many times. I should film this because it's hilarious. It it's really insane. Is. You yeah. should. I, I mean, I don't, I don't want you to get hurt because it sounds like one wrong move and yeah. A pig nail can go in your that thigh or something. That it sounds true. terrible. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are jobs I'm so thankful that I don't have to do. I mean, you know, I, there's so many. Yeah. But yeah, pig wrangling, yeah. clipping a pig's nails, yeah. it doesn't sound at all good at all. No, now packets are the worst too because they, they do spit, you know, and it hurts. And so, it so wait, wait. So terrible. this is so much more interesting than anything else I was even <laughs> thinking about asking you. Yay, I love that. So, um, your folks mm-hmm. currently still run a farm? Yes, they do, full-time. And it's a farm that makes money. That's how you yes. guys survive. I mean, you got to yeah. ask. Because sometimes people do it as a hobby. I know that. Right. So this yeah. is like a money-making farm. Yeah. well, they've gotten huge. They're freaking huge now. So they've converted it into an event venue. So they host, like, uh, birthday parties okay. and that. summer camp, well, horse summer all camp. all the little animals and mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Yeah, like petting zoo parties, um, that is so special cool. events, all kinds of stuff. But what yeah. major town where people would come from to visit the petting zoo, for instance? Instance. What what are you close to in Kernersville? Kernersville, literally. Kernersville, literally nothing. You're not close to anything. <laughs> well, literally wait, nothing. Wait, wait. So where do the people come from? <laughs> All over. Like we're about an hour from Charlotte, an hour and thirty from Raleigh. But in our small town, Winston and Greensboro isn't far, and they're bigger cities, I guess. But really, truly, there's nothing around. But people come from all over, and like my parents' little small town, they'll have like. I don't know, four or 5,000 people come through in a day, wow. in one day. that is actually yeah, amazing. Yeah, they do. They've been doing really well. Were you born uh, there mm-hmm. on, on that the farm? farm? On the farm? On the farm. Wait, you like flew into this world, yes. like birth? Yep. So it was a home birth, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, no. I was born in a hospital. Well, because, you know. I was, yeah, it, I grew up on the farm, though, yeah. Working wow. on so the for farm. instance, the hospital couldn't be that close if you're in the middle of nowhere. Well, it's a... not like that. It's not in the middle of nowhere. Like it's a well. Back then, it was definitely <laughs> there was nothing there. Like it's a hospital, you got a Wendy's down the street, like a Walmart. Well, actually, Walmart came way later, but it's growing. It's definitely bigger right. than it ever has been. But there was a hospital, and it was like 35 minutes away. <laughs> wow, it's so you know. Only because I, I was born in L.A. at a very young age. We all went to Europe. It was supposed to be for a year. It turned out to be 20. So I grew up in Rome. Wow. Even though we traveled, my dad made movies in former Yugoslavia and Spain. So it was a great way to grow up. But my everything I know is big city. I mean, Rome yeah. is, you know, all roads lead to Rome. Rome is a big cosmopolitan city. Yeah. L.A. is massive. Right. And, you know, I've been to small towns. I've not been to... Is it Kernersville? Kernersville. How yeah. do you spell that? K-E-R-N-S-V-I-L-L-E. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Never heard of that, but that's cool. But the idea of growing up like almost isolated in a small town yeah. without buildings and theaters and activities and culture and stat, yeah. it's so bizarre to me. I don't yeah. even know. And you turned out, look how good you turned out. Oh, thank you. Because seriously, that part of the idea of growing up in a big city, and I'm not waving the big city flag because there's a point where maybe... People don't want to be in a big city. I mean, I yeah. get that. But one of the great things about a big city is the culture, is going yeah. to the theater, is going to a museum. It's, you know, it's that, mm-hmm. right? It's experiences. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But then again, you can also drive to other places, I guess, yeah. if you're living in a remote town. Yeah. But like, what did you guys, <laughs> I love this whole thing so much because 
I didn't even want to talk about any of this. I didn't know this existed. <laughs> yeah. So what did you guys, as a young girl, what did you do to, for have fun? Or, or I mean, other than hang out with friends, which yeah. I imagine, you know. I was kind of a loner. I hung out outside in the woods. Me and my sister played in the woods all the time. We would play cops and robbers on the horses and shoot. On the horses? Yeah, like as kids. Wait, you're like riding horses and shooting things? as a child, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. So if an acting gig comes along and requires horseback riding, I'm (laughs) going to book that bitch. (laughs) That is amazing. I got to tell you the three-second story. So I was, as a young kid, my dad made... Spaghetti Westerns. He made big epics with Steve Reeves, who was yeah. the big bodybuilder, Mr. Universe at the time. And he made several Hercules movies. All right. Okay. So as a little kid, he wanted to put me in movies, which I quickly learned I hated. <laughs> I want to be behind the camera yeah. controlling shit. I don't mm-hmm. want to be like actor dude. But I played the son of Steve Reeves, the son of Hercules in wow. one of these movies. And then I played the son of a whatever. A big gig. <laughs> well, <laughs> Then I played the son of, I forget, Joseph Cotton, some well-known actor in a Western. Okay, mm-hmm. But in order to do this, I had to learn to ride a horse, which I also hated. <laughs> it was not my thing at all. Plus, you know, as a little kid, a horse is enormous. You know, yeah. I mean, as a li- I was like eight or nine yeah, years old, whatever huge. it was. And I learned, and they taught me the stuff. And I've told this story before, but i got to tell you this one quick <laughs> story about horses. So especially in Western, so if the scene requires 30 bad guys to ride into town on mm-hmm. horses and get off – whatever go into the bar mm-hmm. that's the shot right so it's you know people back then there wasn't any cell phones it was action action and boom, boom, boom. they come and they they stop and they get tied up or whatever the word is and and, and not tied up the horses get yeah is there a word it's, for it? um geez they, they get hooked up so they don't yeah. run away let out there's probably some of you there whatever is, there is a term there for is it. a term and it. all the bad guys go in the bar right that's yeah. the shot all right action the horses come so the worst job on a movie set on a western movie set I'll tell you what it is. Is okay. Action, and the director goes. You know, I want one. I want the shot one more time because that guy and the horse went out of frame. So they all go back. Mm-hmm. All the horses go back to point A, and they get ready for the shot. And there's a guy who cleans up the horse shit. Yeah, that is his job. I knew that's what you were going to say. Yes, it's that's that the, the whole job because yep. all day they got horses here and horses yeah. there, and you can't anyway. I thought, oh my and god, it's a that's, lot of shit. <laughs> so that versus. Jumping on a pig and cutting nails. Yeah. I'm not sure which would be. <laughs> if oh, I had I to had choose to, one, I don't know. I've had to clean my fair share of shit. <laughs> pins and lots and stalls. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, all right, so rewinding. You went in the woods. You rode horses, cops, and robbers with your mm-hmm. sister. Younger, yeah. older? She's older. She's three years older. Oh, three years older. Yeah. So two girls. Yeah. Family with two girls. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. But then... On occasion, would you go into the big city and do something or go to the movies or not really, it sounds like? We would go to the movies on occasion. Um, There was a bowling alley that we went to sometimes, but that was with friends, usually not with, like, my family. Right. Um, We were big on vacation. We would go to the lake. My parents had a little trailer up at Smith Mountain Lake. Oh, my goodness. And we pretty much lived there. We would go every single weekend. So So you went from a remote home to sort of a... A trailer by a lake. Yes. Remote and that's to... where there was nothing. And I mean nothing oh, that was around. Oh, less stuff there. Yeah, Just less. No- <laughs> significantly less. Absolutely nothing. So as a kid, did you ever go to like a major city growing up it's until you were maybe, you know, 14, 15, 16? Like, like I don't know where. Honestly, New York. No. Or... Uh, well, I did. I went to New York, but I think I was like 13 then. All right, so you had, that's still yeah. young enough to Yeah, we experience. did travel. We okay. would, yeah, we would go to Florida. We'd go to Disney World a lot. Um, we traveled all the time, but never to anywhere, like, and never out of the States. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever been out of the States? No, I haven't actually. <gasps> I actually haven't. Oh, Isn't dude. that wild? It still blows my mind. You're going to, when you travel, depending where, I mean, I'm very partial to Italy, obviously, mm-hmm. but when you travel, especially if you go to like Paris and so, yeah. oh my God, it's yeah. like very beautiful cities. But you're probably best to go when you're like in love with someone. Right. Because that's, oh, when, for that, sure. that's, that's when you for need to sure. go. That's the best. Yeah. I had a 14 day trip booked to Rome, like a, um, wow. Excursion, a tour. tour. Yeah. And it was right before COVID hit. Ugh. Yeah. And then and that didn't happen. Were you going to go with? A friend, a girlfriend, yeah. a boyfriend, a boyfriend, a dude. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a bummer. I know it was. Yeah, really COVID. Sad. There's nothing good about COVID. I know it's it was just such a bullshit. bummer on it's every. Such bullshit. Every, it really is. It really is. It ruined every everything. It is. It was. Yeah. It did. But you know, we're coming out of it, and it's, you know, we all went home and gave up our offices at Raleigh Studios, yeah. and you know, we all learned to live at home and do business. Yeah. But it's so nice we're finally back here in right. an office. Right. Everyone's, uh, I think, excited to just hang out just a bit. Just to be back. Just to be Around back. people, yeah. So now I'm going to go into the few things I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. <laughs> but this was the best detour ever. We may get back to uh, <laughs> farm living because okay. that, to me, is just amazing. <laughs> Mainly because it's not in my consciousness. I mean, it's not it's not part of any experience yeah. I've had in my life. So it's right. like, really? It's almost like saying, yeah, I hung out on Mars for totally a year. Totally alien to you. Totally alien to yeah. me. Yeah. All right, so we connected through the amazing Cody Cameron. We Cody did. is sweetest girl. She's helping us also. She's a associate producer on some of these movies. She helped us on a film that's just now coming up out called Piranha Women. <laughs> you can imagine what that's about, but it's actually really, really cool. And she brought some girls in because she's connected to you and to some yeah. other girls because of the whole influencer thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And aside from Cody being a wonderful actress, for those of you who are not quite figuring out who she is, she's the Barbie and Barbie and Kendra, mm-hmm. back on, on the at the beginning of um, uh, of COVID, we were bold enough to make a movie called Corona Zombies, which is actually a, now you can yes it was back then people either loved it or hated it. Ballsy. Mm-hmm. And now of course I it's bet. all it's silly because the stuff we were making fun of we've all lived with for two years toilet paper and the thing and masks and all the you know plus Barbie and Kendra are very ditzy yeah. as far as the, their characters. So, and then we made two more movies, also taking advantage of, t- advantage of things of the moment, like or, or taking not advantage, sort of riffing on uh, the Tiger King because that was very successful yeah, a few it years was, ago. It was. So we made a show called Barbie and Kendra Save the Tiger King, <laughs> and I wanted to actually get the guy, you know, the, the exotic Joe. And the only reason why I was not able to is he was in the Slammer, right? No he's way. In, well, yeah, he's in prison. So we got the second in command guy. The I, guy. If you ever, did you ever see the show? I did. Of absolutely. course. Who I was all in. Yeah. Yes. So the guy who played uh, John Rinky, he played the, um, I guess the uh, the manager or so, sorts of the uh, of the, I don't know what it was the called, zoo, the, the zoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a guy with, without legs. He's the robot okay. leg guy. He's the gotcha. sweetest guy in the world. We found him. No. And so he's in Barbie and Kendra Save the Tiger King, and then we became friendly, and he's been in a recent movie we made called Evil Bong Eight Eight Eight. It goes gosh. on and on. So wow. he was super amazing. But Cody is. A wonderful actress, really fun. Yeah. And I guess in recent years with the, the, the all the new social media and all the stuff that everyone's hooked into, yeah. she's connected with a number of girls who are, I'm just calling them influencers. Mm-hmm. And I think most people probably know what I'm talking about, but yeah. sometimes we get emails or messages like, what are you talking about? What's an influencer? What's an influencer? So why don't you explain that? Well, I'm actually new to the influencer okay. game myself. You know, I've been a real model and actress right. since right. I was 12. Right. Right. <laughs> wow. Like, you know, so it was it was a really hard transition because once COVID hit, 
my agency stopped. You know, I didn't get any work. So right, right. then I had to really dive into being an influencer. Right. right. So it's kind of a weird thing for me too because I I never <laughs> liked it. You know, right, it's right. very fake, I guess. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. It, it's not me online anymore. You know, right. like it used my page used to be me it would represent me and my Mm -hmm. work and things Mm -hmm. that i've done and now like i don't even post half the stuff that's on my page you know like most other people do or my my team so right right i get that yeah it's just a different switch and this is instagram yeah instagram TikTok. um i have only fans too well to give you an idea that Mm -hmm. the person doing this interview me yeah. I'm not on any social media. Okay. I never I'm in my own weird bubble. Ah, so this now is you can now I do I do tweet sometimes. So okay. I, I'm sorry to admit this to people thinking you're a fraud. Yeah. But not really, because I do tweet. That's my little thing. Yeah. And I do that once in a while because I like that. I send a picture out. But never been on Facebook, Instagram, the whole thing. I'm not putting it down because yeah. people enjoy it. It's yeah. just I am so like busy with what I'm doing and I want to keep in a good space, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to like get bummed out by some crazy thing that someone says. Although our, our, whatever I read, people forward me things like yeah. people who work for me say, hey, this was really nice. You should see what this person said and l- yeah. l- look at this Facebook post or whatever. And I appreciate that. But I just don't have the, the I just don't have the time to really indulge in that mm-hmm. whole thing. It's exhausting. But people it really do it is. for me. So, you yeah. know, and they're like my brothers here. So it's not like they're saying anything that right. I wouldn't probably say. Right. Uh, I no, say do will. it a lot. Yeah. So if you, if you, <laughs> they, sometimes they'll send me something and I'll see what they're responding to, my voice, but it's not me. And they always start with dude. dude. So they must think I'm like a real, I'm not sure what you can say anymore, kind of a deranged person saying <laughs> dude all the time. So I'm in that boat, yeah. kind of, as well. But, you are, um, I mean, I don't know how to, best to say it. You were first sort of introduced to me by Cody before we even met mm-hmm. as a weed influencer, yeah. which I find really f- funny in a way now that I know you've been and we're talking because yeah. in my mind, because I, I smoked weed back like 20 years before you were born, like yeah. a thousand years ago, right? <laughs> I didn't like it. I mean, I smoked it a bit. I thought, oh, it kind of slows me down. And plus I'm so, all the craziness that has, comes out of my brain and the fact mm-hmm. that I've made going on 400 movies. I mean, I didn't want something to like trip me up. So I never did any drugs, didn't do mm-hmm. coke, which was hard to avoid in the 80s. Yeah, just I'm not bad. into it. No hallucinogenics. So just not, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm awesome. It just didn't do it. It was not yeah. my thing. Right. But the, I did smoke a little weed and I didn't care for it. Now yeah. I'm told that weed is like oh, yeah. baby weed <laughs> compared sure. to today. It's like nothing, Yeah. nothing. Cause you know, now it's like super duper strong stuff. Yeah. But in talking to you and you're a weed influencer, which I want you yeah. to explain. <laughs> You seem so clear-eyed and so nice. If someone were to say, hey, talk to this girl for two minutes and tell me if she's a weed smoke, I'd say no. She's yeah, never no smoked way. weed in her. Well, because you're, you don't, I mean, I don't know, but maybe it's the old stereotype of, dude, somebody's yeah. a little. For sure. Yeah, it's definitely a stigma. But you got to tell us about this weed influencer thing. Yeah, so it's an advocate, really. I think it's, I like to give examples on how I have introduced it into my life and the way that it helps me a lot. I'm very ADHD and I'm also a little bit bipolar, you know, so. It, so describe that uh, for people again who don't even know that. What is the ADHD yeah, thing? So what, ADHD, what, how does that trip you up? For me, it's, I've learned that uh, I have a hard time putting things in a line and staying on the line. You know, I get distracted and want to do a million different things. Mem- memory kind of memory, like, like yes. okay. Yeah. And I, I can't, I have trouble focusing really bad, especially like in school or like when someone's trying to teach me something, right. I'm out the window. I can't focus right. for shit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it really just keeps me, it keeps my pace. And if anything, I think it's a good break. <laughs> like while I'm working, like, okay, let me go take a sprint break so I can like get back in my spot. And I think that also comes from ADHD too, because learning Learning my boundaries. I would mm-hmm. I would work for like eight hours at a time or like mm-hmm. live stream for eight hours and just completely gas myself. Right. Completely gas and I would right. be dead for the next like two days. I'm very sensitive, so right, I just couldn't right, I couldn't right. do it. And then I So there was no bell in your head going, Okay, I've done enough. I need to take a break. Wow, okay. Right, right. So that just allowed me to it was my break, you know, and then I was very clear. I was able to, to focus and get back on track. Wow. Um, and so the it, gym, clear, it cleared your, in a way, it focused and cleared. It does. It, it didn't make it, it all fuzzy it like, for me. fuck, I can't remember shit. All mm-hmm. I want to do is eat food. Let me, let me, it didn't do that at all. No, for you. no. Wow, at, see, no, at first, I was a super paranoid smoker. I didn't like it at first either. It took me right. a long time to right. adjust, right, honestly. Right. But I didn't want to start taking other medications right, or something, right, right. you know. So it was just like the best alternative. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah I can't right. imagine. There's no, there's no argument. Yeah. For for if that helps you for yeah. doing the pharmaceutical drug, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine that anyone who would argue on that. Right. Because it's more yeah, benign. People and do. That. People do. Yeah, they do. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. So that <laughs> helps you focus, and that's so interesting because yeah. I, I mean, I'm. I don't know what I have. I never, I mean, maybe I've got all this stuff and I'm not even aware, but I definitely, if I don't have a list, if I don't sometimes, if I, because my brain is in 5,000 places. Yeah. That's why I was afraid to do drugs. I figured, God, it'd be a bummer. I'm on this good roll, even though I'm a little crazy too, to like mess up my brain. And then I yeah. just sit down and smoke weed and like eat bad food. I didn't want to get to be that person. Because that was some of the examples. I have a close yeah. friend who, that's what he has done mm-hmm. for the last 20 yeah, years. I, I thought, oh, of, yeah. that's not where I want to be. So I didn't right. do it. Having said that, if I go into a room, let's say I'm at home and I, I, there's a task I need to do, whatever yeah. it is, I got to go and t- take this a letter off the desk because I got to bring it downstairs. Mm-hmm. By the time I get to the desk, I've had 500 other thoughts. Yes. So I literally do a chance in my head because by the time I get to the desk, it's letter on the desk, it's pick up the towel on the floor or whatever, stu- whatever, three things. And I literally create that chance in my head so I don't forget. Ultimately, I got to get this freaking letter on the desk. Yeah. I mean, I'm giving you a simplified version, but yeah. I do that. These are tricks that I learned or I taught myself so I yeah. wouldn't forget stuff. And yeah. I track a million things here and I have lists. You know, that's the only way I can do it. I mean, I have a good memory, I think, for stuff. I kind of know what's important. But I eventually had so many lists that I had to make a list of lists. So it was a list of, of the different <laughs> lists to go, oh, yeah, I better go look at the post-production. No yeah, well, wow. I mean, you know, but you learn these tricks. So maybe we all have a form yeah. of whatever it is that you need yeah. to. And also I think, too, um, with cannabis, it just slows me down enough to think of a solution. You know, oh, wow. I get very okay. overwhelmed with hmm. if I have an issue and I can't figure out what the problem is. I get mad or stressed and I start to cry and it's a whole thing. But if I... I don't see me, you crying. Oh my! You don't see me crying. I don't. I mean, no, don't cry on cue because I, I, I believe you. I'm a huge. I'm such a water bag. Wow. I cry about oh, everything. Okay. I cry okay. about everything. <laughs> yeah, okay. but no, it just allows me to slow down mm-hmm. so I can. It opens up my mind so I can think of a different solution. You know, okay. it just okay. allows me to think of different scenarios rather That's than just great. this well, isn't working and I don't know how to fix it. Okay, well, let's try this. So, so rewinding yeah. to sort of your gig as a weed influencer. Yeah. So I was told, again, I don't know this, I didn't see it, that I guess it's Instagram, but somewhere you've got like a million followers. Yeah. Okay, is that Instagram? It's Instagram. And, and you're known as the weed the weed whisperer or something. The weed <laughs> queen. 
queen. Wheat queen, right? Isn't that kind of what it is? Yeah, kind of. Okay, so how does that work? I mean, what are the people? I know you're doing part of it, not all of it. You said, mm-hmm. right? You're you're sort of. Yeah, the, I'm spread across a lot of different r- things. A lot <laughs> of things. Well, you know, I'm making a ton of movies right? here, and but I have a great team of people exactly. who exactly, you know, help Keep me. It it's, running. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not just me. So. Mm-hmm. So, like, give me an example of what people would ask you or how you would respond if, you, if you're if you doing it. I mean, what is, again, for people who know nothing, and some of them here, I promise you, they're horror fans, they don't know anything about this, and they're going to be fascinated by your story. So, Interesting. So what, give me a couple of examples, or give us a couple of examples of, like, okay. what would happen. So, for example, um, I had a company that I was promoting them for, mm-hmm. advocating for them, they would send me different like gummies or any kind of like a number of weed products mm. and I would try them on my stories or and talk about them and I would leave a question box open for people to ask questions. And oh, people would just I ask, see. usually people ask if, um, you know, glass or paper, like what's my favorite kind, um, sativa or sativa or indica. Um, people ask, um, when is the best time to smoke? When do you think? So you really smoke? are giving advice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weed advice. Yeah, people truly do ask questions on the question box, and I like to wow. give my advice for my personal, you know, experience. But. And do you have to keep the the, the responses kind of short because it's uh, you can't write three paragraphs, right? I or, can. I do. Mm-hmm. I go kind of deep on some of them. Yeah. Yeah, because some yeah. answers are not easy. You yeah, know, they're not. No. They're not sound bites. You know, yeah. you have to kind of get into stuff that people yeah. are going beyond just, you know, superficial things. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, well, that's cool. That, 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 I think that, that makes some sort up. of sense. So is that – well, so is that – now, how do we find you uh, for people who want to go, I want to check out the weed girl? Yeah, my Instagram is Lauren Ann's World. Okay. Yep, Lauren Sounds Ann's so World. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Learning world. It's very sweet, very cute. All right. Thanks. So that's the main thing, Instagram. Yeah. And I know a little bit. I knew nothing four weeks ago when I started doing these podcasts, which or vidcast or freak shows or yeah. whatever we're calling it. I literally knew nothing about OnlyFans. Nothing. Really? I call it fans only. So the first guest fans corrected only. me that she said, "You really know nothing," because I always yeah. keep saying fans only. So how does that work? How do uh, you do that? I mean, is it all sexy stuff necessarily? It is. It yeah, is. I I truly think I've okay. Here's here's the tea. <laughs> here's so the tea. Growing up, I was yeah, I was always very commercial, very right. all that, and I still loved I loved showing mm-hmm. my body. I loved mm-hmm. doing bikini. I loved doing lingerie. That's right. what I like to do. Right. You know. So when I got older and everything kind of went to shit, and OnlyFans was a thing, I was like, hey, I mean, I can do this. Right. Why not? So I launched my page, and I already had a big following from, you know, the years of the, what I do. And I'm sure I've had a lot of people wanting the to weed see whisper. what my boobs look like, right, right, you know? Right, So once I did, I've personally had no issues with it. Right. I truly think I love my body. I right. think it's beautiful, and I yeah. don't – I'm not ashamed to share it. Right. Um, uh, yeah, so, like, I like I sell my nudes. <laughs> that's pretty in- – but, but that's sweet. That's innocent. Yeah. I mean, it is. Like, you know, it's yeah. nothing – Yeah, it's not anything hardcore. I don't no. do the porn stuff. No, I just like to sell my nudes. <laughs> wow. So there's so the, the there's OnlyFans. Yeah. Instagram and yep. any other area that sort of is worth. Uh, I'm, I'm be, really sad about this yeah. one. I had okay. a Twitter, and that was my main like cannabis advocate. Was my Twitter? Really? Yeah. Okay. It was Lauren Ann's world, and it got banned. So Why? I have Some a new Twitter. It's always something. It's literally always. Well, something. we have that. You know. I don't want to take away from your. This is amazing what I'm learning, and thanks for being part of this. But of for us, you know, we 
we have made, I've made horror films forever, mm-hmm. okay? But some of them are sexy horror right. films or, oh, or you know, they're all, they're all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing ever hardcore, just mm-hmm. but sometimes, you know, fun. I mean, we made movies like Femalian. Right. Uh, it was a chick from outer space who wants to experience sexy time with men and women. Fine. We made movies called uh, The Exotic Household Wax, The Erotic Time Machine. Silly. All ca- yeah, well, <laughs> they're a little these. dated. Nonetheless... And every so often, and now way more than ever, they get banned or taken down. Yeah. And I think, why? I there's, there's nothing in these movies. There's a little nudity, maybe a moment of simulated sex. They're all done in good spirit. Right. You know, I've never mixed horror with, with kind of faux sexy stuff. Right. You know, no slasher movies. I've never made yeah. a slasher movie. But today, more than ever, you know, one wrong booby out of place and something. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you're, you're, it's over. I know. I know. On the other hand, and I've made this point before, there's no, nothing new, heads exploding, puppets, madness, the, the most graphic violence you can imagine, no problem. Mm-hmm. 24-7, that's not an issue. And, you know, that's kind of where yeah. we're at. But what bothers me is that some of the movies I've made that really have, um, that are really cool, I think really well done, they're dark comedy, dark humor, you know, they're, they're horror movies with a smidgen of a nudity because it made sense. It's not just gratuitous like suddenly there's a chick who's nude. Yeah. And some of those are being taken down for no reason. There's right. maybe 30 seconds of yeah. nudity. So It's a movement right now. I guess it is. Yeah. I guess it is. Yeah, more than – it's more than ever. I mean, it's I've been doing than, this – I feel like every single day I see more people – Because Twitter – why would they bother Twitter. you with your Twitter account? Twitter. I don't even post anything like that on Twitter. What? And can you get it back no. or not really? That Mm-mm. sucks. So I think what happened was they – okay – I got a message. It was one of the scam things. Got a message. They were going to take my Twitter down if I didn't respond. Like, they had to appeal it or whatever. Right. So I sent in the appeal, and I guess they hacked it and posted a bunch of, like, kid nudie. Oh, okay. So somehow. did the same thing to my Facebook at the Uh. same time. My my main Facebook, like my Facebook that I've Mm -hmm. always had forever. Forever, right. So. So now that you've been through that, how yeah. do you guard against that? Not nothing really. There's There's really any, it's not. like someone gets their identity stolen. How yeah. do you? You can't stop that. You just have no. to deal with it. Make a new account. Hope for the best. Uh, so what's the it's new Twitter account? So we can all go there and. My new Twitter account is Lauren and seventy seven. Yeah. And is seventy seven a magical year? <laughs> yes, no, I've always no? loved seventy seven. No. No way. Yeah. Okay, seventy seven. Yeah. Sunset like Strip. That was a famous. Uh, I don't know why, but show. I do. <laughs> Okay, because usually it has some – yeah, but lucky numbers. My lucky number is nine. Just everything is about it? a nine is awesome. And really? ironically, maybe it's just a kind of the way your brain works, but when it's the ninth of any month, it's always a great day. Good things happen. Surprise. Well, I believe in that. You know, we're, we're – That is so – There's so much we don't know about what's going on funny around us. Funny, it's actually the total opposite with nines. Nines is – usually like chaos nine is usually the ending of a brand new start yeah it's the nine but they're magical one. numbers too they are for they sure are. yeah sometimes i add numbers up if, i mean this is like really silly to admit and if it if it winds up being a nine you know that's like awesome you would love numerology i'm I'm, kind of, I'm into it yeah i, I mean not that. like it's like my thing but i the little i know uh, is kind of fascinating do you know your life path number I don't. That's where you lose me. No, I should know that. I'm not even sure exactly what that is. It sounds like I should know it. It's off your birthday. (laughs) I mean, we can calculate it really fast. I hate my birthday. So it's like, (laughs) I can't. I I still think I'm in my 40s. The birthday is like science fiction to me. All right. So rewinding, because this is all about you. And and you're such a charming human. Thank you. So I'm going to ask you just a couple of questions. You you go, oh, no, did he really ask me that? So people are going to watch this. And there's hundreds of dudes and chicks are going to fall in love with you. 
It's just oh. going to happen. You're very beautiful. You have no, I, I'm telling you. So in the world where you live and you go and you meet people, and how do you deal with that? How do you deal with, you know, because the world is a beautiful place, but there's also ugly stuff. There's weird stuff. I mean, we're in a crazy time right now. We yeah. are. It's always crazy. Yeah. What makes it crazier is that something happens across the planet, and one second later, we have it on our phone. Yeah. You know, back in, if, if this was the medieval times, the 12th oh, century, yeah. you know, and imagine suddenly everyone had a phone. You'd see like beheadings and witches yeah. being burnt at the stake. So things were really gross and awful back then as well. But today we're all in this village together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess my question is, how do, how do you deal with people who are more than friendly, you know, that want to kind of like give you a big kiss. I mean, how do you deal with these humans? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's really, really, really stressful. Yeah, It gives yeah. me really bad anxiety, really, really bad anxiety. Even like being home in my hometown right now is really bad. You know, like I have so much, I don't want to leave my house. I don't, I don't, oh, no. you know, oh. even the gym. So going to the gym, that's my spot, you know, like right, that's right. my zone. And you get, and, like, people hitting on you and making you crazy there? Yeah, and, like, I get messages on Instagram that are like, hey, have you, were you at the Strive? I saw you. Like, oh, I work yeah. there. Do you want to work out? Like, hey. it's just very frustrating, you know, if anything. Like, I understand, but at the same time, that's my time. That's my time at the I gym, know. you know. So it's just... It's a, it's a tough one because I... When I, I go anywhere, I wear a hat. Well, I was going to say, maybe you can just get someone to make you a very lightweight, ugly yeah, mask. Right. So you, you, you have like one tooth, you know, <laughs> just something that... You know. Yeah. You know, I, um, so I grew up in Rome and, you know, I've been married twice. I'm very close to my ex-wife. So I've been with an amazing girl Aww, now for right. 18 years. She's actually the Kendra of Barbie and Kendra. No so way. Yeah, she worked with um, Cody on, wow. on that. Her name is Robin Sydney. She's amazing. But... Usually when, when the girls I've known come with me to Italy, mm-hmm. they're all super friendly, like, smile, hello, I love your country. I go, no, you cannot do that. You have to walk down the street and look like you're in the worst mood, look like you're pissed off. Otherwise, you're going to have 600 Italian guys grabbing at you. Yeah. It's an attitude, you know, because wow. if you're friendly as a human, you know, you want to smile at people. Yeah. Can't do that. Oh, no. No. I'd get eaten alive. Man. Exactly. I'm just saying. No, no, no. It's the worst, which <laughs> no. is sad, you know. It's, yeah. it's a bummer you can't. I mean, I want to say, well, yeah. it's a different story because I'm just a dude. But all right. So now you're <laughs> heading back tomorrow to North Carolina. Back to North Kakalaki. To that farm. To the farm. That is freaking unbelievable. To the farm. <laughs> you're, you're going from L.A., which is yeah. a heck of a crazy place. It sure is. I know you're yeah. going to the beach with Cody, which I is am. awesome. I'm super excited. You'll, you'll have a good time. Yeah. And then you're back. And I assume you have your... Your, your satellite dish, or you're getting all the, you're hooked up over there, right? Because yeah. you yes. need to be. Yeah, I'm definitely hooked up. Is yeah. that, and I'm curious because I have a place outside of Rome that's very remote, and we had to put a dish because there was no internet. You, you can't survive without the internet. But that's is it, true. How, do, how does your internet, I'm asking the stupidest questions. How do, how do you get online in, I forget the name. I'm not going to lie. So at, specifically at my parents' house, I can't work there. Like their internet is trash. It's exactly. Terrible. See, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I have to go like to Starbucks or somewhere else. That... Well, no wonder you're in trouble. You go to Starbucks, yeah. you're there. Woo, put the ugly mask on. That's no, crazy. No, well, I full on have like, no, like in the corners. Well, can't you get better internet where you live? You get some sort of hookup? There's they all done, sorts of. They have done everything. The really? guy has literally come out and like cut down the wires and re-dug the wires and buried them and like made the works for it to work but I think is what it is mm-hmm. my dad built the house actually when he was younger he built wow. it with his fucking hands oh, that's great. and it's Good this beautiful him. log house so I think it's you live just, in a log cabin I do it's a log this cabin. is unbelievable <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a log cabin. Okay, I, have, I have more questions. Keep, keep okay, going. Perfect. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, but you can't so far get the hookup. So I think what they what about have the explained. Dish? The dish usually works. You point it at the thing. They tried that too. They tried that too. What they are, have explained to my parents is that the wood is too thick and like it can't bounce how it needs to. How like the house is set up and like it can't bounce. In to my where experience, it needs. they that that. Mm, Right. <laughs> in my experience, <laughs> the dish needs sense. to be outside. It points at a satellite. It, yeah. it, it shouldn't have anything to do with a log. And if it needs to be 20 yards, you should investigate this because you got to get out of Starbucks. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Starbucks, but you got to be able to be in your secure place, not <laughs> yeah. worry about yeah. the thing yeah. and the hat and the. Yeah. Jesus, what an yeah. interesting story. I mean, it'll work a little, but like it doesn't allow me to, to like stream or anything that. I need That's to download. Terrible. Yeah, that takes a lot of gigs or something. Especially like with what you do. How do I you know. even do it? Starbucks. Starbucks. And how long a far of a drive is Starbucks? Probably 20, 30 minutes. No, it's, we, we've really progressed a lot. It's okay. like right down the road now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's no, Kernersville, every time I come home, I'm literally blown away. Like there's new roads, there's new oh, things cool. coming up. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're getting big. But. Well, that's good. I, I would get the dish. I, thought, you know, <laughs> I would get you the gotta dish. You got to get the dish. Yeah. And so you're going back I'm not going to be there much longer. I think I have to get my car fixed next week, and then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I got in a wreck while I was plans. here. What? Here? Yeah, here. Just I was, now? Well, I lived here. Like, oh, you told me that, right. Yeah. Well, again, when I was 18, and then again, like two months ago, I lived right, here. Right, right. And then I got in a wreck, and I moved back home. <laughs> Wow. Well, that was kind of COVID-y, right? That was part of no, it? No, that moving? was literally like two months ago that I was living here. Oh. Yeah. And then you move home because yeah. you, why? Okay. It's okay. Because. <laughs> this is, I can already tell it's a good story. It is. It's a great one. So it had everything to do with my apartment here, honestly. Oh. As soon as I got here, some weird shit started to happen okay. in my apartment. And I was just really depressed. I was super, super drained. Like I didn't want to leave my house. You know, I didn't want to do anything. And the energy here is just a lot. It's really heavy. It's really thick. And I'm too fucking sensitive for it. Right. <laughs> so the apartment was really weird. I had a lot of weird stuff going on in there. and Stuff that was creeping you out a little yeah. bit. Okay. Yeah. Really creepy stuff. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like the light, whenever I first got there, like the lights would start flipping on and off just in the bedroom, just right. in the bedroom. And then like I would be in the bathtub and I, I like to meditate in the bathtub. So I would meditate, and every time that I would like disconnect, the fan would the fan would flip on. So then I started talking to it, <laughs> and I would ask questions, and it would answer me through the fan. I have a video of it too. <laughs> so in what way? Well, so it would turn the fan on and off. Right. And like it's a button that you have to push. Right, you know? right, right. <clears throat> so I would ask like, obviously something is here, you know, like keeps turning on the, everything, and I was just like, do you know that you're dead? And it turned the fan off. <laughs> And oh then, my goodness. I swear. And then I asked, um, is there something that you want from me or flips the fan off? Something I can help you with. So it answered, yeah, something that you want from me is where it flipped okay. the fan. I was I like, I don't know what to do with this information. It's kind of weirded me out. So I stopped. I kind of just let it, I didn't, you know, try to intervene anymore. And I had already committed to. There was a guest bedroom. I had taken the mattress from there and pulled it into the living room as I didn't want to sleep in that room anymore. I just felt weird. Wow. So I was sleeping in the living room, and one night I we decided to go back into the other room for no reason at all. We as in? My boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, we decided to w sleep. Was he experiencing this stuff no. too? Well, yeah, he saw, yes, he saw the lights. Saw some of the... Yeah, uh, the, the fan never mm. happened to him, okay. but he did see the lights. Right. And the, he definitely felt the energy, too. Like, immediately mm -hmm. we both knew mm -hmm. something was weird in this mm -hmm. apartment. Mm 
Um, so then we decided to go in the real room to sleep for absolutely no reason. Like we really, there's no reason why we did, but I, we were going to sleep and I was just like meditating like I do before I go to sleep and, you know, like watching flowers and shit bloom in my head. And then all of a sudden everything, it's like it got sucked away Mm -hmm. and like the screen went black Mm -hmm. and I heard this blood chilling scream that I've, I'll never unhear it. Right. And it was just in my head. Garrett didn't hear it. It was just me. Right. And I like leaped up. I was, it never happened to me before, you know, like right, it right, absolutely right. terrified me. I jumped up and ran to the kitchen. And You're in the living room. Yeah. You dragged the mattress. I was in the real bedroom at this the real, point. I see. Okay. Because we okay. had been sleeping in the living room okay. and just decided one night that we were going to sleep in the bedroom. Which because, makes sense. It's yeah. the bedroom. Right. <laughs> we just both didn't like the bedroom. <laughs> So anyways, I was running out to the kitchen because I was like, I grabbed him. I was like, I can't be in here. We got to go back in there. And this still kind of freaks me out to say out loud, but it felt like, like a, like I gulped or gagged or Mm -hmm. like some air got stuck in my throat and I felt like I needed to throw up, but I couldn't. And after that, I like saged the apartment, had all my crystals out, like, oh my ready to goodness. go. Wow. And we lay down in the living room to go back to sleep. And every time that I would like disconnect from my head, I would hear in threes at the bedroom door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then finally, the next morning, Garrett starts looking online. Mm-hmm. Come to find out there is an unsolved mystery case in that apartment where they had found a woman in the corner of the room, like, it was like 10 days later. So what's the word? Not, I want to say corroded, but what is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah decomposing. Decomposed. There it is. Right. Yeah. So she was in the corner of the room, decomposed, and that's where they found her. Unsolved mystery case. Ba-da. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was supposed to stay there for a little bit longer because no, I had. Oh, no. They made a movie called Get Out. You know, it's I got like out. time to get the fuck out mm-hmm. of there. I mean. I had a shoot in, um. Arizona? Mm-hmm. In Phoenix. I had mm-hmm. a shoot in Phoenix mm-hmm. I was supposed to fly to, mm-hmm. and I didn't fly. I, mm-hmm. We packed the car and we fucking drove. <laughs> so wow. it couldn't be and that there was anymore. the end of that. That was the end of it. Yep. Wow. Well, that's too bad. I mean, you know, L.A., is, it's a million flavors. You yeah. know, it depends on the corner, the neighborhood, yeah. the house, the right. vibe. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. it's a big, huge, gargantuan yeah. city. You just got in the wrong apartment. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the wrong it was great, though, path. because... I was there exactly when and why I needed to be. You know, like right. I needed that experience to happen because yeah. it made me much more aware of things that I can do. Sure. So I'm glad that it happened, but it was also just very scary. <laughs> no, it's, I wasn't it's, prepared. <laughs> it's amazing. And yeah. Uh, it's funny. I've heard, I mean, I've made a million horror movies. I've not made really haunted house movies. I made a few. So it's not like, oh, I've got 30 of them I made. Yeah. But I've heard stories and, and, you know, I believe all that. You yeah. know, I mean, and the fact that, your guy at the t- is he still your dude? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but does he yeah. live with you? In uh, he does. He does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so he can be there at Starbucks yeah. and protect you a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm that's not, a little, I'm not okay. flying solo. No, no. Oh, yeah. well, I didn't know. I, <laughs> no. I'm just. I, I didn't know. So okay, oh, good <laughs> old guess Garrett. I should have specified that. Yeah. That's okay, Garrett. All right. Yeah. Watch out for her. But anyway, so, <laughs> so here you have a situation where, you you've you're open because that's part of your nature. You've mm-hmm. opened yourself up. You do what you yeah. do. You do the meditation. You yeah. smoke weed and. Uh, and those spirits got in there, mm-hmm. you know, made you crazy for a while. Yeah, that's what's scary. That's what's scary because you, ha- I've been so esoteric for so long, but right. I've always just seen the light mm-hmm. and seen a little bit of the dark was right. very, for the first time, was scary. But wow. having to learn how to, that it's okay. 
It is you know, okay. You know, you moved, you moved bay, on you know? and, and you moved on. Yeah. And that's all. And you it's really know. nothing to be scared of. You know, like she, whatever happened to this woman is just sad. All right. I have to do is send her love. You know, right. it's well, nothing it's, to be scared of. It's a frame of, of mind thing. And yeah. I, I've been close to some stuff like that. Not like you. I didn't have that, the scratching, the thing, the yeah. door. But enough where I go, okay. That was weird. You know, the <laughs> spirits are, they're good and bad. Yeah. Not bad, just restless probably, yeah. you know. just or confused. Like, or confused. confused exactly. We're getting really weird on this conversation. <laughs> so coming back to uh, this kind of reality. Um, yeah. So first of all, thank you. This has been amazing. And I think people... Um, fans of Full Moon and, of course, your fans will find you here because yeah. this is – I don't think people have had a chance to listen to you do all this. Your, no. your Instagram weed people, they're going to go, it's wow. Okay, so podcast. have them watch or listen. They can do either because we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're on all the podcast things. Yeah. But I think what's cool about this is they can go on our, on our site on Full Moon Features and they can watch this hour that this. we spent together. Yay. And, and we'll, we'll put some of it up on YouTube so it's free and eventually it goes on – Tubi, you know, we have a channel on Tubi, so okay. the whole thing is free yeah. for people who don't want to spend oh a few gosh. bucks. Oh my gosh! All right. Oh I yeah, it will be, it'll be, awesome. it'll be everywhere. And Can listen, we share it on, on everything. You, you have such an interesting story. Thank you. You know, so you have uh, that lethal combination of, of a <laughs> lot of beauty and, and charm, and it's kind of that's a killer combination. Aww, so first, so number one, Garrett's very lucky. Aww. Whoever the hell he, yes, is, he is, he's a lucky dude. Yeah. You should understand. <laughs> And yeah, just keep uh, keep waving that torch. I mean, you know, and all the good stuff comes to you for sure. It yeah. really does. And be careful. Mm-hmm. And now that I've heard the story, I'm actually glad you're back on that farm. Yeah. It's like, all right, stay there yeah, for a while. A little breath of fresh and then air. Find, now, will you come back to LA as a home base or elsewhere? No, 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 no. no. Florida. Florida, Florida. Florida is my roots. You know, I don't know why, but I okay. love Florida. And where? Because like, Florida is like 50 states. Yeah. I mean, where in Florida? Um, I lived in Tampa for okay. a year, mm-hmm. and then I bounced to Miami for okay. like four or five months. That's a wild place. But I'm really saving right now so I can be in Key West. Oh, that's, that's, what I that's want. a beautiful part so of Florida. So beautiful. So beautiful. Wow. We found a few little spots, but kind of our, out of our price range, but we really want to do it. You'll so get we're just going to save. And prices will come down. You know, <laughs> yeah, the I know. Is... It's, a, it's crazy expensive right now. They'll it's like come down. 20% up since we lived in Florida last. Right. What? Really? <laughs> yes. 20%. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a bad note to end. So <laughs> the, the, the good note is, okay, we know how to find you. Instagram, did we say that yeah. already? We, Lauren Ann's World is Instagram. Lauren Ann's World. How can I forget that? Yeah. It's really cute. And then Aww. and then remember, she, Lauren's going to be in um, whatever we're going to call it, the sequel to Attack of the 50-Foot yeah. Camp Girl, which is a lot of fun. And then we'll do Gosh. other stuff. You know, mm-hmm. We're here. We're making lots of fun movies. We have a, a place called we call it the Full Moon Manor, which is pretty silly. But we have this massive, I don't want to say haunted house, we have this massive haunted house, not haunted, yeah. in Cleveland. It's, okay. it's a 12,000 square foot mansion. No, that, yeah. It's just, it, it was built 110, 15 years no ago. Way. Yeah, we restored, and that's where we're making a bunch of movies. No. I mean, we don't shoot everything in the house, but that's where people come. They stay. It's got a great vibe. If there's spirits there, they're very friendly oh and welcoming. Oh my gosh, I have to visit. It's absolutely spectacular. I have to visit. Yeah, that's a good story for another Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another one of these sessions. That would be amazing. Wow, good for you. Thank you so much, Thank sweetie. You. Good for you. I'm good for so you. Enjoyed Thank it. you, everyone, for watching and cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it for this week. Remember to follow The Freak Show for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. And be sure to watch our video version of the show on Full Moon Features and Full Moon's Amazon Prime channel. See you, dudes, next time. <laughs>